Are you ready for another season of Guys at the Bar Talking Sports? Go Dogs! Seven! Go fight, win, kick ass, go Gamecocks! Woo Big Suey, go Hogs! Go Big Blue! Let's go Oregon, go Cox! Go Blue! Giant Killers, the Appalachian State Mountaineers. Just where are you going? Where are you going? You're not going to the bar again, are you? You like hanging out, drinking beer at the bar, talking sports? Come on out and join us weekly. Guys at the Bar Talking Sports, your podcast for just that. Hanging out, drinking some beer, talking sports. Are you really doing season four of that stupid podcast? All right, you another week, another day at Guys at the Bar Talking Sports, hanging out at our famous watering hole mj's bar and grill world renowned because they are featured every week on guys in the bar dog and sports come on and join us if you ever want to if you ever in columbia south carolina drink a beer with us you can buy us a beer too if you'd like to uh hanging out around the microphone let's uh stay tuned we're gonna be discussing nfl football this week we're gonna be discussing the playoffs last week game and this weekend's games coming up we might throw some basketball in there i got some college football conversation going as well because we have not had a conversation about the biggest thing in the college football that's happened in a long time, and that is Nick Saban's retirement. We didn't get to talk about that yet. I called that. So we are going to have that conversation I, I that. as well on Guys in the Bar talking <laughs> sports tonight. <laughs> Feel free to I share did. the show with your friends. We have a great Facebook group. You can join that as well. Share that with your friends and uh, uh, hit the share button on your on your phone and share it with your friends. Send them an email about it or something. I don't know. Text them. So anyway, um, moving on, if you like the show and you like it enough to give us some money to buy some drinks because we have a hell of a bar tab every week, you can do that with Guys of the Bar Talking Sports on Venmo. It's at Guys of the Bar Talking Sports. So let's get some intros going here. We have somebody who I haven't seen on this show in a very long time hanging out in front of me right now. His name is The Rooster. And he's got some sort of whiskey drink going on over there. What you drinking? Oh, we're about to drink. Just, just the, <laughs> the typical uh, bourbon and ginger ale, the uh, liquid candy, as I refer to it. That does sound pretty good. I don't think I've ever had a whiskey and or bourbon and ginger ale. Bourbon. That's actually not bad. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I love, I love All right. bourbon and ginger. Cheeks, you have two yes. plastic cups over there. Yes. One what is, is one of them, and what's the other one? One is Brian's favorite drink. I'm sorry. Chief's favorite drink. Okay. Don't and tell who he is. You don't know who this Brian guy is. Yeah, who's this Brian guy? And, <laughs> and then what's the, this other one? The other one is Simply, you know, the Simply Juices. They make a seltzer. Okay. So I'm drinking a sissy drink. Is it a liquid, like an alcoholic drink? It is. Okay, cool. All it's right. It's only 4%, but whatever. We got my man, the Chief. Does not go by a guy named Brian. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, Chief? Pub soda with lime. <laughs> nice. All right. And um, we have the Rebel, and we're not going to ask you what you're drinking. We're going to ask you it's what you're drinking. excited there. about the Rebel. What I said? The Rebel. I'm not going to ask you what you're drinking because we already know. Always. It never Bullet changes. Bullet and diet, right? Yeah. Makers and diet. I know. Making. I'm kidding, man. And then we do have... Just don't say Jack. That would be fighting words. Jack. We have Chopper over there drinking some dark someplace. beer. What is that? What dark is going beer? on? This is a Kentucky vanilla cream ale. Ooh, it's amazing. Wow. Sounds good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's mm. delicious. That's a bourbon barrel ale. Oh so that thing's about twelve percent alcohol. Yeah, is it out. really? Holy crap! Yeah. Don't, don't drink three. It's, All right. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> when it hits your lips, it's so good. So I think this is a this is Noda. So it's a beer from somewhere in. I don't know where Noda is at. Is that Noda is uh, right outside of Charlotte? Charlotte. Okay, so it's a 
Noda Jam Session Pale Ale. It's actually pretty good, but it's a pale ale, and all pale ales taste the same, in my opinion. Like, no. So, Alright, we gotta get into some conversations about what I talked about earlier, so let's go ahead and start that conversation real fast. Y'all know the name of the show, it's Guys at the Bar Talking Sports. And what do guys do when they talk sports at the bar? They drink beer. So if you wanna buy us a beer, you can Venmo us. The Venmo is at Guys at the Bar Talking Sports. Alright, I had to cut it off, but here we are, we're back. Alright, so let's talk about the biggest um, thing that happened in college football in the last, probably the last three decades, I would say, right? And that is the best college football coach in the history of co- football coaching. I think yeah. we'd all agree with that. Did retire, and we have not talked about that on Guys of the Sports yet, even though it was like 10 or 12 days ago that he announced his retirement. And we got we got to talk about that, so... I know that my man Chopper has something to say about this, but um, because he was Maybe. the arch nemesis. I, you know, I did call this a couple years ago and this year, you know, after he bought that well, house. Well, a, a, a stop Florida, caucus is I right did. twice a day. Correct. Yeah. Correct. You, know, you call um, it enough, it'll happen. Good for him. You know, greatest coach of all time. I'll say, I'll give him that. I'll give him his props. He's a great coach. Um, how are y'all Auburn fans feeling now? Alabama's still Alabama. Um, now they won't have the, you know, the. I think it, as an on-field coach, gosh, you can't beat that. Yeah. You know what I mean, uh, they're still, they're still going to get the players. I mean, when you are in this, and I hate to say this, when you're in the state of Alabama, you know, and you're playing football, you want to play for Alabama. Now, everybody do you wants think to play so? Do you, but you know, I yeah. would disagree with that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Because him, no. a lot of people don't remember between Gene Stallings yeah. and Nick Saban. No, there were three coaches. No, and, and why? They, because Alabama was not very good during the, them the, years. The, the, but from 1993 on, they didn't have a team worth the crap. They in still my get the players. Still 2008. I mean, Florida gets the players now. Yeah, but now Alabama still NIL. get the players. NIL gets the players. I'll say this, it's not like uh, Auburn should be excited because already Alabama has a better coach than, than Auburn. But, <laughs> uh, you know, so Alabama is able to pull in that, that, that no. type of talent. However, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a completely different type of offense that that new coach brings to the ex- from Washington. How much of Washington is Back coming to comment Alabama? like that from someone who doesn't know the SEC very well. Well, you're right. You I, I haven't and, lived and down here for 17 and, years. And, and neither does the coach of Alabama. Yep. Right <laughs> again, and and when he may be a great football coach, Brian Harson was a great football coach at Alabama. I mean at Auburn, great football coach, still is a great football coach. You have to have relationships down here. You have to be able to recruit. You have to know way people. too many you good have old to know boys. The systems. <laughs> you cannot come in from South Dakota and build those relationships with people down there in the heart of Alabama. Oh, no, sorry, it's not going to work. It's from the South. You, 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 you didn't let me say my not so fast. It's not so fast because he does have an uphill battle at Alabama because we're already seeing the transfer portal grow with Alabama names and some big names. So I think he's going to have a battle of building that trust, building those relationships, keeping the talent that he has because we know that they have it. But I think some people did go to Alabama to play for the, the great Nick Saban, and those players are looking elsewhere. And you know, tip of the cap to Nick Saban, if you look at the SEC, how many coaches, head coaches, were under Saban's watch? I don't know, he's, he's, had, he's, had, he's had more influence on the game than any coach that's ever coached at a college level. It's not even close. I mean, oh, yeah. his name, his name's right there with Bear Bryant at this point. Well, I mean, 50 years from now, they're gonna name, they're gonna say their name in the same sentence. Yeah, and you look at, I mean, when you look at Saban, just the, the very fact of who he is, what he's done throughout his throughout his his career. If you have coached for Saban, if you have been one of his, you know, OCs or defensive coordinators or whatever, you are going to have a head coaching job no matter what, somewhere, waiting for you just because of that. Like that's just. It's, a, it's an open. It's door. It's a great reference. It's a great reference <laughs> I have. Yeah. And, and, so and everything I've heard about Caleb. DeBoer and and everything I've watched, I like. I like the guy. I'd play for the guy. 
I think he's a great coach. I uh, just, but but building relationships is different in the SEC. I'll just say that. I think Alabama's gonna be looking at a similar coaching carousel that a lot of these SEC teams get until they find the right one. Caleb, is it DeBoer? How do you pronounce his last name? DeBoer? I've made a prediction. We'll, we'll see if it's as bold as I think it is. Oh, is that? He's there for three years and the new coach at Alabama is Lane Kiffin. Yeah, I, I feel like oh, I feel like they're not they're not gonna give him as much is there of a shot at Alabama. School he won't have coached at. You don't give I mean he he's like he's like a freaking mercenary. <laughs> Pay him the money and let him go, so but I think that's how that shapes. I think that's what it shapes. Because look, the thing is I don't like about this man, the man's done so much, he's more than earned his right to ride off into the sunset. I mean Heck, if he don't do TV, I think he ends up with some high school coaching just because it's what he got in the coaching for. What I don't like about it is the same thing that, that ran Chesky off, ran Roy Williams off, ran some of these Jim older Beheim. Big, Jim Beheim off. And other, no, it, it's, it's true. It's this transfer portal, NIL stuff. Yeah. These are not why these guys got into coaching. Basically, they can't influence these kids anymore. It used to be, come here, I'm going to teach you the game, and oh, by the way, I'm going to make you a better human being in the process. They don't care. It's you know, it just came out that for next year, um, Ohio State has thrown thirteen million dollars down on the table of uh, NIL money built in. I mean, they don't these kids, eighteen year old kids, they don't care who the coach is now. It's again, this is pay to play. They're going to the highest bidder, and that's not the environment Saban you know wants to be in. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I mean, it's already it's already a hard enough battle to recruit every year, but when basically you're having to recruit every scholarship player plus your new recruits every year or otherwise they're jumping ship, it's exhausting. I can't imagine. What do you think about the argument that that, that exact scenario now levels the playing field with what Nick Saban has always been doing? Have you seen that argument? Well, that he's been paying people and now it's level. Well, yeah, now everybody can basically do what he's been doing. Well, again, it's, to me, it's not even about – it's not about – the NIL is a problem going to the highest bidder, but the problem that causes these coaches more heartache than the money is the you can get pissed off and jump ship. You know, it's free agency right, right now, right now, you can now, because of the way the courts did these, you know, shut down the, the second-year penalty rule, you can play for four, year, four teams in four years. Or you can be like the kid for what Miami is going on in his ninth year of playing collegiate football. So basically, and making more money than a rookie in the NFL. Correct. Correct. No loyalty. So, so the the, the transfer portal is more the problem when it comes to this coaching stuff yeah. than the money is. The money. I mean, look, he's Alabama. He could go to some big donors and go put the money down, and they would have done it. It's like Texas. Texas can go put the money down. We'll bring this guy in. But you bring that guy in, he's there one year, gets pissed off because he don't get the reps he wants. He's gone. That's what they. That's what they don't do. They don't want to have a brand new team every year. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk lately, and we're getting off such a little bit on this, but there's been a little, a lot of talk lately about how, you know, the, the game, college football is, is – It's dead. Is, it's done. It's dead or whatever. I mean, the thing is, is, and I said this a couple weeks ago, when you're watching football on Saturday, you know, that doesn't affect you whatsoever. We're in the offseason right now. That's why we're talking about this stuff. Um, in the end, everyone wants to t- see their team do good. We all have our loyalties and so forth, you know. Um, if it gets better players there, that's great. But I think that you are going to end up seeing, you know, 10 or 15 teams that pretty much dominate that. They're all going to be drawing those greater players or whatever. Um, you're not going to have I, – I don't – you might have, you know, all these five stars on one team like at Georgia, but I think that's going to start going away as well as these pe- as these teams are going to start putting all their eggs in the one basket and then spread the spread the love elsewhere among other players as well. I, I think there's something to be said, you know, teams like Georgia, Alabama, when, when Saban was there, kids, five-star uh, players want to play at winning teams. They want a chance for the national championships. That, that, that still matters. That's true. Good well, way. it matters, but what my point being with that is if you find a team, let's use uh, Oregon's a good team. They've been competitive. They just haven't gotten over the hump. You say, all right, we've got $20 million to spend on kids. All of a sudden, you can assemble a team at a school that's not traditionally going to be playing for a national championship every year, and now they are. Well, it's going to throw enough money down. Let me throw one more thing out there, and that is the 12-team playoff system that's going to be introduced. Does that benefit teams that are heavily engaged in NIL because it gives them longer to gel? And if they're playing well at the end of the season, now they're not out of that top four. They squeaked into the top 12. Now, people that are hitting their peak that might be 10th, 11th, 12th in the country are going to have a huge impact in, in the playoff system. Well, 
that's a good and point. might stick around. Because they can't get, they can't hop into the portal. Well, they have to hop into the portal sometime between December and January. And if they're playing in the top twelve and they're, if they're playing, they're not hopping in the portal. They're not hopping in the portal right off the bat. That's for sure. Yeah. The, that the, might help out the a little. The only bit. thing that I and I've said this many times, I go, the way you can at least put a little bit of air brakes on the portal is make the the window to get into the portal after high school recruiting. Number one, you're not screwing these high school kids have been playing their tails off trying to go to college. Yeah. And now, if you fill your roster with high school kids, okay, now you got to be real selective what goes in the portal, and you may have a moment where, like, I can tell you, outside of football and some of these other lesser-known sports, there's a ton of kids that go into the portal, they don't get picked up, and their career's over. Okay, it's a risk. With football right now, you take these top players, they can go play somewhere. They can drop to a lower division. There's stuff they can do. But if you take that you put it on the other side of high school recruiting – that kind of keeps it in check a little bit because now these teams have got to be real selective on what they're doing. And, again, who's really getting screwed in this? And this is really going down the rabbit hole is these high school kids that are right now trying to be recruited. Yeah. Because, again, basically they're waiting, they're waiting, they're waiting because these colleges are going, what can I get that's battle-tested, battle-ready versus this kid that's green now that i got to you know try to coach them up a little bit. This is a great segment on Nick Saban. This is. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. So, to your point, to come full circle with it, All time. You, see, you see how much influence he has on this game to where Absolutely. what starts with him runs off in all these different branches of how it's influenced this game coming back with his departure and why he left. I mean, his departure right. is, is having so much influence on the game as it is of him actually coaching because of why he left and others going, well, damn. Well, do you think he would have lasted at least one or two more years? I think he'd stayed around three to yeah. five more years. Nick Saban could have, he could have, yeah. he could have coached until he was 80. Do you think yeah. he gets out and leads the effort against the, all the stuff? No, I think he just don't give a damn anymore. He did spend some time yeah. in Washington, though, trying to yeah. trying to preach against that. Anybody could oh, lead the effort yeah. it, it would be him, right? Maybe, maybe that's the case. I mean, I haven't heard yeah. anything about that, but that would be interesting to see yeah. if he starts trying to make a case. But, I mean, how do we reel in the NIL? How do we reel in the transfer portal? I mean, it would be nice if there was no. Look, I'm, the most, I'm the most anti-regulation guy you're ever going to meet, but when it comes to the competition and what we're talking about, they got to do something. They well, got they got to put it in some sort of box. I mean, bit. it's it's college football. You're allowed to have rules and regulations within a system. I mean, I'm a I'm against rules and regulations, like politically, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But um, but that's 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 for a different show. <laughs> you know, that's for a totally different show. But when it comes to like football, you you have rules and regulations on the field. Yeah. You you can't. Run out of bounds, you know. What I mean, with the ball, and you can keep on running and go score. Like there, there's a referee for that. There's no referee for college football. Correct. There's referee for SEC football. There's referee for like there, there's. Well, there's I that, think where this are. tends to rectify itself is I thought you know I thought Chip Kelly was just rattling off, but the more you start to digest what he said. It made a lot of sense. It did, to where you don't yeah. have individual TV contracts and revenue shares across 50 teams or whatever it is. Now, for me being a Group of Five fan, it sucks because we're about to be relegated to 1AA again just because we'll never be able to compete and keep up, nor will we have the opportunity because they're going to play all within those 50 teams. But, again, that's that's, that's what we can talk about next week. But, li- but listen, <laughs> those Group of five, five teams, as they get better, UCF moves into the, the Big 12. You had, you know, a lot of well, no, but, teams. But, but what Chip Kelly talked about is you wouldn't have conferences anymore. You would have one big 50-team conference, not conference, but one group that played regionally and then would play the other side of the country a couple games each year and rotate that around. You wouldn't have okay. this conference, this conference, this conference. Yeah. The only way what you're talking about is let them start relegating people. Then we start having some fun. Yeah. It's going to EPL rules. <laughs> I hope that does not happen. So let me let me say this. I have not seen – I have not seen a, a major group of players leaving Alabama the way that I thought they would, right? The, oh, they've had you, plenty. You've had lot. some, but they're still... Not like Washington. But they're still looking at the fourth... They're the fourth best on recruiting class in the country right now for high school. They're, so those players are not really going Well, you just, had, you just had what their top quarterback recruit last year, who's the top-rated quarterback in the country, just decommit. Now he's going to Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, and then if you look, I'm going to say they lost five or six four-star players that were on the roster to Florida State. Florida State is just picking Alabama apart right now. That makes no sense to me that you'd go Auburn play at too. Florida State over Alabama. 
Um, but then again, brand new coach, you might not fit into his system. Who knows? You know, th- there might be a little bit of shoving people out. I think the idea there, if I'm if I'm a player at Alabama, I'm looking at Florida State as on the up and up, and I don't know what's going to happen at Alabama. Are yeah. you on the sinking ship? And Florida State is on the up and up now because next year, all they got to do is win the ACC championship to be in the top four and have a bye in the in that. Not first only round that, of the but let's face it, uh, Florida State was undefeated last season. Despite losing their quarterback two thirds yeah. of the way through the season, if that quarterback was there, they would have been in the national championship. If that, if that, if they continue to recruit and have backups like an Alabama, like a Georgia, and not worry about their second string quarterback, because they're going to have somebody that can come in and play a game that's well, not even a conversation. To your point, and I don't remember who it is, but I didn't know it's a conversation. They've had two big time transfers come in at QB. I'm one of the two that easily start in any other program, so they've gotten their starter and the big time backup. Well, they were going to fix that. Yeah, they were oh, fix that. They weren't going to be in that same place again. I mean, thinking about this, and we're way off on a tangent with the same. Well, you said this we were going to wing it. We're winging it, right? But um, thinking about it, the the Big Twelve and the in the ACC, they. There's gonna be one team that dominates those those conferences, and that's it, right? Maybe Florida State. Is no, going to, no, they're not gonna dominate. Is not gonna the ACC. Florida State. Oh, he's saying Cuse is coming. Oh, that's what he's saying. He's saying like, Cuse no, is coming. No, it, that's possible, but so but you're gonna have, it could also be SMU, right? So yeah, it, it, <laughs> it could be anybody, but right now you got Florida State, Clemson. Clemson's on the way down, but they're saying I I feel I like they're gonna be coming back up. Clemson. No, yeah. I think I think Dabo is going to be the next one that says, "This is not the world I came to coach in." And he walks too. He does not walk. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I don't He's think he walks. Young. If you listen to Dabo, if you listen to his lingo, it was almost like he was justifying nine and three. Uh, so I, I don't know that he's going to walk. I don't think when you say those things out loud as a coach and you accept mediocrity, that's when you start going downhill. So I think Clemson is on the way down for sure. I think they're still going to be competitive, and I still think it's going to be a tough win for anybody. However, when you have a coach that is talking about, hey, 7-5, 8-4, 9-3, that ain't bad. That means you're accepting mediocrity from a team that was in the national championship running two years in a row and won one of them. That's you true. You can't have those conversations oh, yeah. when you're an elite coach in, in an elite program. That's true. And, that, and, and if, if your players are hearing that, then and that gets recruits are hearing well. that, and yeah. if you're a transfer hearing that. Speaking of coaches, do we think that Jimbo Fisher ever comes back and returns? There's no chance. He's making way no too much chance. money he sitting on his He never comes back. I don't think he ever comes back. He's in his... Late sixties, right? Jimbo Fisher. Is, uh, oh, look it up. Nice. Look it up in the people in the back. Someone will get up. It, Cole Bear. Sure. Call the producer. Like like Cole Bear. I, I would say fifty-four. Fifty-four. Okay. Oh, no, I got it right here. Yeah, he's so Jimbo Fisher. If he isn't, he's in his mid sixties. Fifty-eight. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I was way off. Yeah, he's I mean, got if you, want time, talk, if you want to talk about young quarterbacks or young coaches, you talk about Fran Brown at the Syracuse University football program right now and the energy that's going on in Syracuse, New York. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if in, in the ACC, one and two, Florida State and Syracuse. So, sir, didn't Syracuse, they went 6 0 start the season this year? Uh, How much have you had to drink? Yeah. Hey, go ahead and look at your transfer portal. Syracuse right now is a top 10 transfer portal team. Can UNC Chapel Hill say that? No, they cannot. And they never have to play in bad weather. That's a selling point. Well, I will tell you that uh, one of the things that's benefiting Syracuse may hurt them, but benefits them is that they're they're, uh, with, with all the restructuring of the ACC, they have an incredibly easy road to be a possibly a one-loss team next year if they can put the pieces together with their new coach. An incredibly easy road to play in the ACC championship and possibly, possibly. win. And then be in the top four. If it's incredibly easy, it doesn't matter. All they have to be is in the top 12. No, I know, but if you win your conference, then you get a bye week. So. Oh, no, yeah. Wouldn't that be insane if that <laughs> happened? Now, I'm that calling happened. it right now. There's going to be four teams in the final four next year. <laughs> Call it right now. I mean, Bold right now. Prediction there. Often, right now. Oftentimes, right now. When, when you, you, when you be cross all, the goal line, it will be all that's SEC. That's a touchdown. And I'm the guy who said there would be no SEC in it this year. Okay, so. Which I was almost right on. 
I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do one out of four. Sixty percent of the time, complete, he's right all the time. I'm gonna do a complete 180. Good, we gotta move on. We're Good. gonna go on to another topic that I wanted to bring up. And at the beginning of this season, there was a lot of hoopla last year, right around this time, when um, a certain coach went from a a traditionally black university over to the University of Colorado, right? Okay. Went and coached the Buffs. We got Deion Sanders, by the way. And then he went and he fired everyone on the team, pretty much. Basically told them to hit the portal. Went out and found a team. Did well. He, he They won three games in a row. Three games in a row. Yeah. All the rage. People were saying they're the national champions already. They got the Heisman Trophy candidate ready. Just just give it to them now. All this stuff. The hype was insane. The hype was going crazy. They even took college game day there to, to watch them against what Colorado State. Like, it wasn't even that big of a game. And all of a sudden, it's the rage. There's They're in the top 25 even. And then I don't think they won a game after one. that, did they? They, they won, won one, one game after yeah, they that. Four, won four for the whole season. Yeah. Four for the whole season. But so, his son sold a lot of merchandise. He sold a lot of merch. Yeah. Oh yeah, between him and his son, he's probably making as much or more money than he ever made in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, but but I, I do want to say. I mean, I started buying almonds because of it. From from uh, <laughs> you know going from a little uh, dark humor joke here, I would say he stubbed his toe if he had one. That's so neat. Uh, <laughs> Alright. So there's some people that'll say you're cruel and they'll cuss you out and okay. berate you online. Okay. <laughs> please, please be a part of bar uh, you guys at the bar talking sports on Facebook to, to comment on that one. It was Rebel that said that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not right. I just saw our his name is Steven Smith. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know his real name, yeah. So um so this is the thing. Colorado is going into the factor the into the Big Twelve next season, so they're going to have a chance to be, I mean, part of mediocrity. Yeah, because the yeah. the Big Twelve this next season does not have Oklahoma, they don't have Texas. There's not going <laughs> to have they have K State. Yeah, for basketball, I mean that's well, no, great. I mean, well, K State, K -State they, was K -State good put, last season. Yeah, they, they put on a decent. They, they lost. Uh, uh, they had bad losses. So that, but that can was, they be consistent? Can K State? That, that's what I'm can saying, Kansas? Right? Can Baylor? Can you know TCU? Can these co yeah. can schools, they be Colorado? Yes. Can, but, can, but can they be TCU consistent? TCU didn't last year. Yeah, I mean, no, I well, very first game okay, we, we, we talked about TCU after week one of last year. Okay? Yeah. TCU lost, what, 17 starters yeah. from, from the yeah, season they got before? Decimated. Okay, so I, I, go, going beyond the uh, the TCU game, um, got some sidebar program stuff going on. Um, go, going, you know, going beyond TCU, who ended up mediocre once they started getting some of those young guys playing, but I think it's still competitive, more competitive than what Colorado played, which is scary because this was the best uh, season that Pac-12 had in at least five years. So this next, so they're going to be playing harder teams in the Big 12. Allegedly harder teams. Pac-12 this past year was the best it's been in at least five years. Yeah. So I think if you look at the Pac-12 four years ago, Colorado or the last before last year, Colorado was playing a, a pretty simple yeah. schedule and still losing like crazy. Then this season they won four games. But my question on this is, is this: Are we going to be looking at Colorado being hyped up in the beginning of the season like they were last year, or as as that train left the building? Did you, yeah. hear, did you hear about Colorado toward the end of the season? Were they in the news? I don't remember. No, no, the hype isn't going to be there. They will be better than they were last season. They may not start off as hot, but they will finish better than they finished this season. They, he, he'll be better. I mean, he's a good coach. He'll, he'll get people, them where they need to be. People will still pay um, attention. He won't be at the top of the news that, page until he upsets a team. That hype, that hype last year, they weren't playing anybody no, I mean it wasn't they were playing worth, nobody. It when wasn't they worth playing the teams. They got their asses yeah, kicked. They were playing nobody. Look, last year he was that girl you met at the bar, half drunk, brought her home, and thought she bagged you a dime piece, and then you woke up the next morning and went, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Okay, that's that's, ugly. that's what. Yes, chew my arm off and keep riding on, right? So next a year, next year it's going to be one of those things where they'll pay attention because he's not, he's going to make sure you know who he is and where he is. Yeah. If he starts upsetting some teams, goes into Oklahoma and wins. Oklahoma's not going to be in the Big 12. 
Correct, you're right. See, this shit's got me all out of yeah. sorts. It's like the Oklahoma <laughs> Texas are out even, even an Oklahoma, Oklahoma State win. Yeah, Oklahoma State, K-State win. Even yeah, one of those. Any, any of those will be bailed. When, yeah. when he gets a signature win, it will be all over him. He's got to get a signature win. I'm going to get used to that. He's got to get a signature win. One signature win, so. We like a very He does it non-conference. <laughs> yeah. Now, they do play Utah next year, I believe. And that, if they win that Utah game. Utah is going to be good this coming year. Yeah, they should be. They should be I saw Utah's never not going to be competitive with where their program right, is right now. Right, but their quarterback, who was really good, who then was out like the last five games of the season. Again. He's coming back. Well, yeah, that's the third year in a row. Two years in a row he hasn't been able to finish the season because he plays reckless and abandonment. Well, and the Jeff guy, the guy will be looking for a job. Um, Can you resign you know, for he, he, college? He, re- he reminds me of, uh, and we're going to talk about NFL a little bit, but he reminds me of Allen from the Bills. Like, the guy's just out there oh. slinging the ball, and, and either it's really, really good or it's really, really bad, and he hurt. He gets hurt because he's just out there throwing his body around. Well, so. let's talk about some NFL then. Good transition. Since we all, since, yeah, that was perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. So, um, that gets us off of the Dion. I just wanted to bring that up, and the only reason why I said that is because there was so much hype last year. It started around now, and it went through about the end of September, and then it was then it was done. So last weekend, I don't want to start with Jim, Jim, uh, Jim Harbaugh next week. No, Hold he on. just did a second interview with the Chargers. He's one there. He's staying right where he's at. Uh-uh, he's going to the Chargers. The Chargers are not going to spend the money. We have already agreed that the Chargers are a crap uh, franchise, and they're not going to spend the money to lure. So you think Jim this Harper. is all leveraged to get more money from Michigan? I think it's 100% more money to get leveraged from Michigan. Bottom line sure. is the Chargers don't even spend money on their players. They're not going to spend it on the coach. It's not going to happen. Yeah, he's, he's trying to make sure that Michigan makes it so he cannot get fired. That was the news earlier this week. Who wants the Jimbo deal? Say what? He wants Jimbo a Jimbo deal. deal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He wants. That's what he but, wants. but he won a national championship at Michigan. Yeah. They're not going to let him go anywhere. I just don't see that happening. Yes. Well, Jimbo you, won you cannot get State. fired Same right thing, now. Yeah. You're not going to get fired for any of this stuff that's going on last the last couple seasons. And by the way, here's $150 million or whatever. I've heard the number. He's voted 135. Yeah. I mean. At Michigan. And he'll get it. Damn, he'll buy some firewood for that. He'll get it. And with a term like 15 to 18 million a year, something like that. All right, Chiefs, Chiefs and Bills. Chiefs played the Bills last week. I thought that that was a pretty darn good game, right? Um, I was hoping the Bills would win. I'm not a big Chiefs fan. Did anyone else watch that game? And what were your thoughts? Beginning, middle, end, whatever. Jason Kelsey's awesome. Oh, good lord! <laughs> All right, so that's the story of the game: is Jason Kelsey coming can, can out? Did we not hear from the Swifties first? No, so, not so, Travis. So, not Jason. So, so the Bills came out and dominated. One person at a time. The Bills folks. came out and dominated them up the front. Yeah. Right. Yeah. On the line, they were dominating them. And yeah. Then Patrick Mahomes, in his own way. He's the motivator. He is, that, man. That, he is. He's, he's a true winner, man. The bottom he's line is the reason. The bottom line is the winner. Yeah, the, the reason that the Bills dominated the first half is because they ran the freaking ball down a weak Kansas City uh, run defense. Okay? So the problem that I have with what happened with the Bills is once they got behind, they abandoned the run, and Josh Allen thought he had to throw downfield. Sure. If you look at that last drive when they, they missed the field goal, the last two plays before they missed the terrible field goal. Terrible play calls. They weren't terrible play calls. He had underneath uh, receivers wide open run. both plays, and he was looking to be the big, big cheese. Okay, so Josh Allen, I love the guy. I think he's an athlete, I think he, but, but he's reckless, and he's always looking for the big one. He does not manage the game. And with him, I don't know that the Buffalo Bills will ever win the big one until he can figure out how to slow down a snitch. Are you a Buffalo Speaking Bills fan? I, I, I was rooting for the Buffalo Bills. I'm from Syracuse. Speaking New York. of the big cheese, how do you not guard Travis Kelsey? Yeah, that's right? insane. Yeah. He is Two wide touchdowns. open. Yeah. OMG. But he has a way you know, of getting wide open. You know everybody wants it. It's like, wow. But wow. He, 
he, he has a way of getting open. Like those tight ends, it's just it's typical in those big games that they're able to get open. It's just the way that that. Yeah, and I feel bad, you know. Guys, you know, the Bills missed that field goal. You know that that kid. He's a local. Uh, he's a he's from Columbia. He played at Dutch Fork High School. Oh, did he? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but then he played Georgia a, Southern, so I don't give him a yeah. pass. Piss on them. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he's a great kicker, though. Anyways, yeah. I, I think yeah. uh, to, to uh, everybody's point here, Hanger's uh, point, like, Chiefs played a great game, and they, they were able to be the better team at the end and put themselves in the position to win. The win was howling. Uh, if you've got to tie the game by kicking a field goal to, to win the game in Buffalo, you've already lost. It, well, especially a game that you dominated up till pretty much fourth quarter. You know, at that point then, they played scared. They started playing scared. When you play scared, you either get too tight or you start playing stupid. And they did a little bit of both. And then here we are. You basically, you look like you had a team that stayed cool, calm, and collected. And you know, if, if we're here at the end, we'll win the game. To another team, like, holy crap, we got a chance to do this. And Scott Norwood came out to play again. <laughs> oh, God. Ten points, Still guys. the best Super Bowl I've ever seen in my life. Ten, Ten points. Scored in the fourth quarter. Sealed the deal for the 49ers. Um, they should have lost. Over game. the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Green Bay dominated until the fourth quarter. If we can just take it, take one minute. Speed round. Let's talk about how good Green Bay is going to be for the next five to seven. Their quarterback years. is really solid. Quarterback to the youngest team in the NFL. The last youngest team in the NFL that had a, I'll call it a mini dynasty. Anybody guess? Anybody guess? Don't say the Cowboys. No. It was the Dallas Cowboys. I knew he was going to say that. Troy Aikman, Smith, Irvin. That, that whole front line. To that point, yeah. though, are they coming up on people surprising people, and then they're not going to be much of a surprise No, next no, year? so here's – no. Or are, they, well, are they that good? Well, no, the, NFL, good? the NFL don't allow that. The NFL don't allow that. This year you're like, oh, okay, cool. Now because of where you finish, your schedule adjusts. If you do better, you have a harder schedule next year. If they to, – to Rooster's point, if they compete next year with the skills – last year, two years ago, they were awful two years ago. So, if they compete next year having to play some of these division champions because they made it into the playoffs and they do what they did this year, he is spot on as long as they can pay them and stay healthy. But don't you think Aaron Rodgers wishes he had never left? I don't think they gave a crap about Aaron Rodgers anymore than they know yeah, they I, had I, I don't think they give a rip. But anyways, that, that's my one-minute mark. Let's move we on. We are talking a lot about the team that lost, but what about the team that won? You got Brock Purdy, you got Christian McCaffrey, like – that was a dynamic duo right there to win that game, don't you think? It's it's it, you know how you, I'm not being a 49ers fan, but how you can't like what they're doing and the team they're building, and how they're going about it. I mean, it, it, I don't know. It's just you, they don't have these big high draft picks that's now doing. I mean, I feel like last season we were talking about Brock Purdy. We were, and it was just like, holy crap! Look at this guy. Yeah, that was when they stole Garoppolo. Their he defense the is, is the high draft picks, not their offense. Fair point. Fair do, point. do the underdogs make it to the Super Bowl? Who's the underdogs? No. Green one does, Bay one and Kansas City. Green Bay lost. Green Bay lost. Lions. That's the Lions. The Lions. That's Lions. So circle that to our Super Bowl You said you were saying that before. So Lions and Kansas City. Did they make it? Well, we have to go through all of them. That's what I'm We're getting there. We're getting there. So. I'm real proud of it. Tampa, right, Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, okay, yeah. being the worst, the best of the worst in their conference, in their yeah. division or whatever, for the last two seasons, winning a playoff game and then barely lo- losing last weekend to the Lions. Yeah. Lions are good, but Tampa Bay played some good football, and I think I think Baker Mayfield might get a I want to scratch my eyes out. They played in the NFC South. That's yep. why they are there. Yep. Baker Mayfield had a – Good season for him, stacked up against everybody else. Eh, not, not yeah. so fast. No bullshit. It's basically they are about to pay him thirty to thirty-five million dollars a year to stay in Tampa. And I like Baker Mayfield, but I'm like, is that what it takes these days to have one good above-average season? I don't like Baker Mayfield. I, I, I'll say this: I love the coach from Tampa Bay. If you look at their style of play, I bet you if you asked NFL players. What's the least favorite team you like to play? I guarantee you is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Why? In the trenches, they're dirty as hell. Okay? <laughs> you look at the games. They they try to win in the trenches. 
I'm telling you, it's almost like a Steelers style of play from back in the 90s when the Steelers defense was just dirty, nasty, and you hated playing against them. Tampa Bay is kind of taking on that style a little bit. So I get it. Baker Mayfield, all he has to be is a game manager. You know, the, the, Trent Dilfer. <laughs> Trent Dilfer. <laughs> Trent MF and Dilfer, okay? Like, if you look at the style of play in the games that you watch, it reminds me a little bit of when... Uh, uh, Trent Dilfer? No, no, no. If you, if you look at the, the games that the Panthers were playing when they had the interim coach last year, it was hard-nosed. It was hard-nosed football in the trenches, and people didn't want to play the Panthers because they were just jamming Just good enough to upset you. They were just jamming <laughs> it down your freaking throat, and you hated it, and at the end of the game, you hurt real bad. And <laughs> NFL players don't want that style. They want the run and gun. They want all that stuff. Tampa Bay is a team you don't want to play because you're going to hurt real bad after whether you win or lose. Ravens beat the crap out of the Texans, 34-10. Yep. to 10. Uh, Is Lamar? And Ohio State. Quarterback became an Ohio State quarterback. That's yeah. not true. But let, let oh, me let me ask. Oh something. my God! Every time you say something, he says the opposite. Yeah, he had a great season. Let I me, said this game. Rookie, rookie quarterback playing the number one team in the NFL against the number one defense in the NFL. Let me direct this conversation a bit. <laughs> we're not talking about the loser in this game. We're talking about the winner in this game. Okay. <laughs> Lamar Jackson oh, yeah. putting up a hundred rushing yards a game. Is that sustainable in the NFL? Because I was looking at him, this guy's running the ball a lot, putting himself into some some challenging positions where he might get sideswiped, break a rib, you, you know, tear on Chiefs better get after him fast. Is he being too risky like, in his wait, career? No. They don't get after him fast. He's Two different conversations. Is he being too risky right now? No, because you're about to go play for a Super Bowl. Right. Career-wise and longevity, as much as I hate his guts, I think he's a piece of crap. That's what ruined RG3, was trying to play like Lamar Jackson is trying to play right now. It got his legs broken. Piss on him. Now I'll move on. And basically, though, Lamar Jackson, no. Can he do that for 15 years? No. Not At some chance. point, he's going to have to stand back there and be a quarterback, at which point he rides off into the sunset probably with a couple Super Bowls and a lot of money in his pocket. But for right now, this moment in time in the playoffs, you hand that sucker the ball and you run like you did in college at Louisville. Turn him loose. And here's my difference for the Ravens this year. And, uh, and there's probably going to be some, some contentment on this. But you've got a rookie wide receiver that has emerged as one of the better wide receivers in the league. Zay Flowers is a force. So now he has a deep threat outlet guy that runs his, his uh, routes to completion. I'm not sure that Lamar has had that uh, in the past. He's had the wide, he's had the long threat uh, before in, in Hollywood. He's had uh, uh, the short threat with his tight ends, but he's never had a complete wide receiver. I think he has that in Zay Flowers this year. The Ravens, it's a hardball coach. They're going to run the ball. They're going to do all those things. I, this is one of the most complete offensive looks that the Ravens have had in a long time. All right. So speaking of receivers, wait until you see those Auburn Tiger receivers next year. Boy, 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 boy. boy. We're We're I'm telling backwards. you right now. Let's stick, right now. Let's stick with the Ravens, we and we're going to talk about this week's game against the Chiefs. Five, five stars. Best, best team in the country right, right now. now. My friend right here. He's got Tourette's. He's got a lot to talk about. Do you need, do you need to take over the microphone for a minute? Here, oh. this is all you, bro. You need the microphone? No, no I'm good. All right. Sorry. So, Chiefs. It's a Kentucky beer. <laughs> I think so. It's good legit. It is By the way, South Carolina is whipping Kentucky in basketball oh, right no. now. Just let me interject. I'm sorry, the blonde. Yeah, this is happening live as we speak. 66. And she's there, by the way, the blonde. She's there. The blonde And she is said there. she was afraid she was going to jinx it. Just a side note, chances are South Carolina's ranked after this game. When's the last time that happened? It's gonna be, it's gonna I be mean, they, they've only lost two when, games so far. You know when the blonde goes to see Kentucky play? They lose. Away, they lose. <laughs> It is true. Uh, South Carolina did get whipped up uh, a couple weeks ago by Alabama by about 30 points. Yeah, yeah. Alabama's not that good this year. All right, Chiefs versus, Chiefs versus the Ravens. I've been trying to say this for like the last four and a half minutes, and no one will let me. So Chiefs versus the Ravens. Ravens are the best team in the country right now. Do they have a chance against the Chiefs? Yeah. I don't 
I mean, I mean Ravens? Ravens yeah. Oh, yeah. The Ravens no. are going all the no. way. No, Chiefs, Chiefs take them all the way. You are Pat- out of your Patrick out. Mahomes. I'm okay, calling you want to go drink on that? You want to do a drink on that? Patrick Mahomes. This is our way. Sounds like folks. a challenge. Wins this game. No. All right. Hands down. Taylor he, Swift goes to the Super Bowl. They are not going to keep Taylor Swift out of the Super Bowl. I'm telling you right now. Here's the She's going to the Super Bowl. The refs People, are going to make sure I told you that bourbon beer was 12%. I did warn you. Good Lord. Imagine we drinking pints of wine. I think the Chiefs have a sufficient, <laughs> a sufficient defense to really put it to the and Ravens the, offense, though. Nah, the, the, the difference is... Whoa, the, whoa, whoa, whoa. You've got a run-heavy offense against a weak run-heavy uh, run defense. Is that where they're... Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the, talking to the guy that doesn't watch a lot of NFL football. No, no. This is one of those things of the Chiefs The Chiefs haven't played a defense like this. No. I mean, I think they did play the Ravens early in the year, but this defense is hitting on all cylinders. They're somewhat healthy. Did they play in the regular season? I don't remember. For some reason, I thought they did, but I don't. Yeah, they had yeah, to. Yeah, they lost to the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, they, they did. That's they true. also lost it, to the Eagles. Was, yeah. Okay. I mean, we're not going to talk about the Eagles today because I know you might cry. I will. But no, so, I will lose so, my, so my projection on this game is I think the first half will be entertaining. There will be things that keep Where it entertaining. But in the same breath, I think by the end of the day, I think the Ravens win this by 10 or 12 points. Okay. I'm just waiting to talk. But the Ravens are only three-and-a-half point favorites. All right. We're going to give Chief 30 seconds on North Carolina basketball. Go. (laughs) Chief, go. 8-0 in the ACC, baby. North Carolina Tar Heels, baby. Yeah, did you see him play Syracuse last week? I did not. Did you see that Syracuse is 2-0 since that loss? Don't don't you worry about it. First of all, how many – who in the ACC has UNC played? Nobody, uh, besides Syracuse. Okay, Syracuse is a young team with a, with a new coach. However, the X factor for Duke and uh, for, for, for for UNC is gonna be how they play against Duke. Okay, my assessment of Duke right now is tons of talent. Coach has some opportunities with how he's how he's uh, handling his talent. I would say toward the end of the year, when UNC and Duke play twice, that Duke splits with UNC, and then Duke will beat them in the ACC championship. Nice. All right. So, good, good segment over to just back to the NFL. On that was a great segue back to the NFL. I just love coming in, going. All right. <laughs> totally so, so. All right. I gave I gave Chief the basketball talk that we needed. Now we're back to the Lions versus the 49ers. Are the Lions going all the way to the Super Bowl this year, guys? They no. are. They are. No. They are. Yes. Yes. I, I, agree I want that. the Lions. Lions are hot right now. Realistically, it's going to be the 49ers. The whole state of Michigan is hot right now. The Don't whole state. Damn. Whole Just state so of Michigan know, is hot Michigan. right now. The, the last time that <laughs> the Detroit um, uh, well uh, murder murder rate went down was 1971. Does anybody know what happened in 1971? Did they win the Super Bowl that year? They went to the playoffs and played in the, in the, in the uh, AFC uh, NFC Championship. So the key to the, the key to low murder rate in Detroit is to have a football team that makes it to the darn playoffs. Let's go Lions! <laughs> however, right. however. On the flip side of that coin, San Francisco City is not doing all that great either. Okay, so what's going to happen is San Francisco by twenty. All I know is this: working for one of the big three in Detroit, which is now the big two in Detroit, right? Working for them, um, one of those. I won't say which one. Every email I get from somebody that's living in Detroit. It says, go Lions. And I, you've never seen that at my company before, it's, ever. Here's, here's the way so I look at that game. There's a lot of excitement going on up there. Here's the way I look at that game. Detroit, you, again, once you get to a championship game, it's, it's kind of like getting into the NCAA tournament. What you did during the years out the window, you have a shot to do it. They had a shot to beat them. I think what a lot of people are not are just missing in this how how close Green Bay came to being San Francisco. They gave them a blueprint on how to do it. Just just for the record, uh, Green Bay beat the Lions the last time they played in, in Week 13. Understand? Understand what I'm saying though is Green Bay showed you how to go at San Francisco. The thing is this, if they're going to blitz Purdy and they're going to blitz him again because where Detroit is weak is in their secondary. Their secondary is not very good. So if he stands back there like a statue and throw the ball down the field, San Francisco wins the game. If they so can get blitz, after him. You got notes. What do you they, got, Cheeks? If they can get after him, 
I have our, I have our uh, Super Bowl picks. Well, that, that was what we're going to talk about is our last call is what is your Super Bowl pick right now and what was it when Cheeks heard it? And then what, 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 what week was that? Like week four? Oh, my God. It was uh, the 15th of August. Okay, on the 15th of August, all of us called who our Super Bowl pick is going to be. You were absent. So, but he picked it later. He picked it the next week. He went Cowboys and Chiefs. I think is who you picked. Sounds about right. That's I think right. you went Cowboys okay. and Chiefs. He picked the Cowboys right. the year before too. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> there's so many Cowboys haters. I got to go with the Cowboys. Yeah, no lessons stop. learned. All right. Bourbon so, barrel let's start. Let's start. start with Rooster. Let's start with Rooster. Rooster picked the Dolphins and the Eagles. All right. Good choice. You know, not really. Yeah, you're, you're on track. They were both really. playoff teams. You guys, yes, not really. Yeah, they were. So tell me, who is going to win the Super Bowl this year? My money's on um, the San Francisco 49ers. Okay, I think they have the best defense, despite how good the Ravens' defense is. With and don't get me wrong, Ravens have the best linebacker linebacker core in the NFL, hands down. However. I don't have any faith in Lamar when it comes to winning big games. I put him on the same scale as Allen, and I think he's going to find a way to fumble the ball at the last minute, and I think that it's going to be San Francisco, Kansas City. That's gross. And San Francisco is going to beat the tar out of Kansas City. All right. All right, Chief. Oh, you are left hanging. Chief. Who is going to win? Wait, wait, what were Do you remember your picks? The Bengals and the 49ers. Oh, you're not bad. 50% not chance. Bad. Okay, so who's your pick? I, I'm going to go with the Lions. The Lions, okay. Nice, all right. All right. Who's the, who, we got the Rebel up? We got the Rebel. The Rebel picked. Now he vacillated a little bit, but then nailed it. He went from the Bengals. And the Eagles or the Lions, and then stuck on the Lions. I knew it was you that said the Lions. Now, now, what we did this when you put that up, what was interesting about this, and again, it's recorded. When Joe Burrow went out for the season, you had that pick. He says, who's your pick now? I went Ravens-Lions. You said Ravens-Lions? Ravens-Lions. When wow. Burrow went down with his wrist injury and was done, that was I said Ravens. Week 12, week 13? We did another no. We did Week another three. one in uh, November. Yeah, so so this is in the middle of August before the season even yes. started. Ripper the Ridiculous is losing his job. He said the Lions! And so who do I pick yeah. now? Ravens-Lions, like I said, as soon as Brute oh, went down, right. with the Ravens winning the Super Bowl. Uh, yes. With, no. And your pick? Do you remember who you picked? I picked, um, I don't remember who I picked. You and Eagles I picked and the same exact line, Eagles, the Bengals and the Eagles. The Bengals and the Eagles, and yeah. both of us looked like schmucks. Yes, <laughs> yes we did. It didn't age well. Did that did not age well no, at all. No, it did not. That's right. But I had a lot of confidence in Joe Burrow. Then you should. And the then guys jacked his wrist up. Exactly. So And, and hit it. Who is going to win the Super Bowl? Chopper. It's going to be the Lions versus the Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to win in epic fashion. Two in a row. Taylor Swift is going to come on the field. Oh, God. Travis is going to propose to her after the Super Bowl. It's going to be so magical. Dude, it's so magical. Can we all go? I think you're in the closet. I really do. I think he's in the closet. All right. With that being said, luckily no one knows who he is. Since he is still in the closet, God, that is all you get from the guys of our comments. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the all right, fuck? give it to me. What the fuck? No, you close it. Nope. Don't give me your what the fuck. I had one. Give it to me then, quick. It's it. So basically, at this point, everyone thought we were done, but this is the bonus. And part now of I the went show. back, and now I didn't foul up. Go ahead and kill it. Lots of oh, well done. Kill it. What the fuck? You can't even come up with the what the no, fuck. No, I had it. Now I've lost it because I had it saved. What the fuck? What the fuck? The biggest what the fuck ever on Guys Rodigan. Sports. Sports.